Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast with Nicolene Peck. Improving your life, uniting your family, changing the world. Welcome to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. I'm Nicolene Peck and I'm joined here with my daughter, Paige Baumert. Hi, Paige. Hello. All right, Paige, today we are going deep. Okay, we're going to go deep. And this is a fun deep to go. In fact, the first Mm -hmm. time I ever shared this with people, um, they were like, whoa, that is something that like I needed. And they were so excited because people do end up with a few hangups here and there um, when they're learning new things with teaching self-government and other things. And so um, this will hopefully help you sort out something. Maybe it's something you never even thought about before and you didn't need to sort it, but it is going to be fun. We're talking about principles today, parenting by principle, what that really means, the differences between principles and rules and all that kind of stuff. So we are going to be having a lot of fun. But before we do that, it is a tradition on the Teaching Self-Government podcast that we talk about a fun family activity. Paige, what kind of a fun family activity should we talk about today? Today. Let's talk about going on a hike because hikes are fun. Um, hikes and, are fun. And usually, when I think of hikes, it's not necessarily like you know hike up a mountain for a whole day. Some people do enjoy that. They are more athletic than I am, but uh, <laughs> if we're being honest, but um, some of my favorite family hikes that we did were up little mountain trails that were you know in the smaller mountains right by our house, or we would, um, you know, take a hike and go look at the uh, petroglyphs that are in our area because our our land was uh, inhabited by Native Americans for a while. And so there are a lot of really awesome petroglyphs. Um, so they weren't strenuous, but it was really fun to be outdoors in nature with as a family and to learn about different plants, different rock formations, stuff like that. So going on a mm-hmm. hike, it's a fun one. Okay, so I got to give you one of my little hike tips. Okay, so I did (laughs) buy a book years ago because many people know I'm a homeschooler. So I like kind of geek out on learning new things (laughs) everywhere we go. But um, I I bought a book about birds years ago. And I bought a book about nature and outdoor stuff. A book, I wish I could tell you exactly what it's called now. I know I have it stored in the archives of my brain. I can see the picture of it, but I'm trying to think of the authors. I can't think of them, but a great book all about different, um, like different seed pods and different, you know, types of animals and, and, and prints like animal prints and stuff. And then this bird book. And so we would see a book and or we'd see a bird and we'd try to listen to it and we'd go to the book and we'd look at, so I would sometimes be carting up books through the trail anyway. <laughs> and we would look through these books, but it was so fun. And I've had some precious memories with some of my children, just on a little fun, little family hike. Sometimes we stopped on our hikes and we would sit and draw something that we would find or something like that. So yeah, do a family hike. The weather's breaking, at least around here where I live. So find a place that you can hike to that's not swampy, that's that's dry and, you know, it's going to be nice, but see what you can, see what you can explore together as a family. That creates a lot of fun memories. All right. So today we're going to talk about principle and we are going to look through 
the lens of self-government. Paige, what is self-government? Self-government is being able to determine the cause and effect of any given situation and possessing a knowledge of your own behaviors so that you can control them. Yes, so it's all about controlling yourself and teaching your children how to control themselves too. Amen. Okay. And so I, I start years ago when I started teaching all about self-government, you know, people want the solutions to their problems and they want them now because they're like, I got a problem. I need a solution. Right. <laughs> like right now. And they're like, okay, what do you do? Do you make some rule about that? You know, how do you fix like, that <laughs> problem? And, and I actually would tell people, listen, what I'm going to share with you will solve the problems but it's going to go on a deeper level. It's going to go into the heart. So hopefully it's a long-term solve instead of just a short-term solve or a short-term compliance. Okay. Which is what a rule could do sometimes. Um, but I said, you know, really what I teach is not so much rules as it is principles. These are things that you just follow and they, and then you can actually have rules that attach to them or, specific little things you decide for your family could end up becoming rules based on the principles, mm -hmm. but the principles actually have steps and stuff that you can follow. So, um, I, well, as I, I say like the closest thing we ever had to rules was our family standard. Mm -hmm. Well, and, yeah, but those were based on principles. Totally. Yeah, totally. So we had a family standard that had, uh, things in it. Like this is what we will wear and won't wear. And this is the kind of words we will say and won't say. And these are the kind of movies we will watch and won't watch, you know, and stuff like that. And those were a list of rules that mm -hmm. we would have. Absolutely. And, well, that we still have. And so, yeah, <laughs> that was the closest we ever had to rules. But those, those things were just like understood because they all came from a principle and a, an absolute truth. Okay. So what we want to talk about today is we want to talk about the difference between principles, absolute truths, and like rules and applications. Okay. So, because there is a difference between all of these things. And mm -hmm. if you understand the difference, you are going to be better at applying self-government. I think for many people in their families, they had rules. Mm -hmm. The parents said, this is the rule. This is the rule. And so even if the child felt like somewhere foundationally in their beliefs, there was something wrong with that rule in that minute, it was like, well, too bad. That's the rule. Yeah. And so there wasn't ever a time where you could disagree appropriately about a rule, but in our system, in our family, you can disagree appropriately about a rule or about a principle even because of the principle disagreeing appropriately that people should be able to talk about their principle about you know what they're doing that's a principle it could even change the rule from time to time based on what the person needs. So right. for many people, they're used to following rules. And when I tell them, uh, you know, the different principles of self-government, then they go, okay, so wait a minute. So you always do this. So what happens if they always do? This? And so they, then they get very <laughs> trapped in a rule mindset because that's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. And so for many people, it takes 
quite a bit of time to start applying principles instead of thinking in terms of rules. So those principles are more like, you know, suggested guidelines, Um, but principles don't ever change. Like principles of truth are always there and they don't ever change, but that's hard because people are always like, okay, just tell me what to do. Well, yeah, because they want to just stop the problem right then. Yeah. Yeah. Instead Mm -hmm. of like going to the principle and being like, okay, this is the principle. What needs to happen in order for that principle to be recognized and followed? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it's, especially nowadays, it's harder for people to make their own game plan. And so they're like, okay, just, just tell me how to fix it. You know, instead mm-hmm. of thinking it through and putting the things that matter most, you know, as the reason why you're doing things. Right. So then what, what we're going to, what we do, what I do is I give people a foundation, okay? A foundation of nature or an absolute truth, a self-evident truth, whatever you want to call it, okay? I give them this foundation. I say stuff like, your children were born to you, not to the school. Mm -hmm. So somebody, okay, hello, fill in the blank, God, right? (laughs) Somebody thinks that you're the person that is meant to train that child, that you are supposed to teach them, that you have what it takes more than anybody else to have the say for what happens with that child. Okay, so that right there is, boom, a foundation, a self-evident truth. The child was born to you, okay? Um, So, Here's another one that we might use. So, so I share this, by the way, I share this, whatever this foundation is. And then from the foundation, we, I then bring people to principle. Okay. So what is the principle? Well, the principle is you've got to live your role, right? Mm-hmm. Well, cause if a child is brought to you, then, you know, by divine appointment, you are the parent of that child, whether you like it or not. That's yeah. just, Oh, it is. And so a principle of that, like you said, you have to figure out, okay, well, what is my role in this person's life? You know, what is their role in my life? What does that look like? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then, and then after that, you can say, okay, so what's the application or what rules or procedures or steps am I going to make for myself? So then you would say, okay, well, Um, so I am going to teach them then if my, if my role as a parent is to be a teacher, then that means I've got to teach them. I've got to correct them. I've got to tell them when things are going good. I've got to bond to them and create a good relationship. I've got to, you know, the list could go on of the things that we know that then we have to do. So here's the thing is some people, uh, don't fully grasp the foundation they're just like what do I do like we're talking about right Yeah. so they're focused on the how like how do I fix it but Mm -hmm. in order to really grasp and get the full um application you have to know the why which Mm -hmm. is that foundation of nature those absolute truths you have to know the why and then the principles that we talk about is the what so like okay now we know why but what are we supposed to do about it? You know, yeah. what are we supposed to know? What do we focus on? Right. So, so what's focus, the focus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focus on mm-hmm. the principle, but then the application is the how. 
And I think that's really, really important to understand and remember because if you don't know the why and you don't know the what, then it's going to be really, really hard to be consistent and understand fully why you're doing the how. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I, and so see people all want the how and they get, some people even get a little frustrated when I talk <laughs> about the why and the what. Okay. So uh, just the other day I was doing a class for a conference. It was a digital conference and there was a person in the chat and she's like, well, this is really great. I mean, I agree with most of it, but like, you know, how do I fix the problem? You know, and I'm like, okay, I'm not, this class isn't about how. That's Come the next me. class. <laughs> the next class is about how. You got to understand the why and the what, though. Yeah, this class is about the why and the what. Exactly. You know, and, and specifically, I was really trying to nail in that class um, what... What is the principle that you need to follow as a parent? Are you going to be a bully fear-based parent? Are you going to be a modern progressive, really permissive type parent? Are you going to be a traditional strict parent, which governs by what? Principles. So yeah, exactly. So (laughs) in that case, principle is actually part of the application of a principle. But anyway, so, and I actually was giving pieces of application, but they weren't the pieces of application that would immediately solve the problem. And so they were thinking there was no application in there because they couldn't see exactly how it applied to them. So maybe you should mention that when you do that class next time. There is. Yeah, I, I didn't have time. Not in this class. I, I didn't have time. I mean, that class is like a one and a half to two hour class, and I had fifty minutes to Oof. you know do whatever I could with it. So it's you know I didn't have the time, but um, but it really was just one person in the chat. You know, just like yeah, you know, yeah. and everybody else was like, wow, thank you, you know, and they were like really <laughs> grateful for it. But I, but I just. Um, you know, but I was just like, but this is, this is a normal thing. Like number one, people's brains work differently. I I don't think bad about that, that person at all. It's just where their brain's at. Their brain is like, I got a problem. Crisis management mode. Fix the problem. (laughs) (laughs) And I understand that it's totally fine. Um, The thing is, is that sometimes you talk about the why, sometimes you talk about the what, And then sometimes you talk about the how. And I do know that everybody is craving the how. Mm -hmm. In fact, I would say that's one of the things that self-government really excels at, that we do really well, Paige, is when we teach people, we teach the how a lot. Yeah, but I think it's interesting because like with our parenting mastery uh, retreats or conferences, Mm -hmm. we always teach the why and the what first. So mm-hmm. they're three day long conferences, but we don't even actually get to the how until the third day. Yeah, well, it, you know, sometimes we touch on, we start it, but we don't really like, I mean, the whole third day is how. Yeah. Yeah, no, we the mentioned, okay, so this is the how that's going to fix that. We'll teach you that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. But we do, we spend a ton of time discussing the principles. So when I'm talking about tone, right, and we're saying, okay, well, in order to create an environment where self-government could happen, so I want you to listen to this. So self-government is the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and that even applies to another foundation. So you could say, um, like sometimes I talk about the different voices that we have inside, right? Talk about the, the body voice and the head voice, the, you know, the brain voice and the heart voice or the chest voice. 
and how that heart voice really, if that's the, the voice that's leading out, then you're going to have the greatest success, right? Right. So this is, this is like one of those uh, foundations, or it could even be put in the principal category. Um, and all of, and, and this goes back to another foundation, which is that we need to overcome our, our weaknesses or our natural side. We're going more and more toward the best version of ourselves, which some people would maybe call the spiritual side of who they are, who they ought to become, right? So I oftentimes talk about who is it that you ought to become? You know inside that there is a best version of you or, or that you're going toward that best version. That's where you're headed. So that's the overarching foundation, okay? And so for me in my mind, when I'm telling people, what are we doing here? We're learning self-government. That means we are overcoming our weaknesses and we're going to teach our children to overcome their weaknesses too. So the foundation is self-government. Yep. That's the foundation. So then the principle is, okay, well, so what are we going to do? Well, we're going to create a certain kind of a tone and a certain kind of a structure. So tone is one principle and structure is another principle. Mm Mm-hmm. And those, and those are like absolutes, like you got to have a structure and you got to have a tone. You got to have both of those things. So then how do you apply tone? Well, you got to have calmness. You've got to have honesty. Mm-hmm. You've got to have good relationship and good connection and bonding. There's got to be love and mercy. So then, then we're going to list all the things, but you could also take love and put it in the principle category too. Yeah. And you could say, or honesty, you could be like, okay, well, if honesty is the principle, how do we apply that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to, you know, make sure we're always telling the truth and there's going to be consequences if we don't, you know, this, that, and the other. So you can kind of switch things around to get different answers to different questions, which I think, I think is it's, really, really cool. Yeah, you I know, think get, it's depth, right? Going yeah. to a certain level of depth that you need. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to go up the ladder and sometimes you go down deeper the ladder. <laughs> So like if, if love, love can be, if, if the principle is tone and one of the applications is love, then you're not down as deep as you could go, but you've found multiple principles that now you can apply in order to live the other principle, right? But then if you take those and turn them into the principle, I shouldn't say turn them into, but acknowledge which ones of those are principles. And we're going to talk about what the difference is here in a second. But you acknowledge which ones of those, those applications are actually also principles. And you put, say, love in that principle category. Then, like you said, then you can say, okay, well, how am I going to show love? What are the words that I'm going to say? What are the actions that I'm going to take? And you can even break it down further and go deeper. And that's the nitty gritties of the application. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about what a a principle is versus uh, what a rule is. I think we're going to spend our time there. So when I say um, rule, that's application. Okay. So what's the difference between application? Um, so, and Paige, feel free to comment on, on any of this stuff. Let's talk about principles first, because I feel like that really principles are, are like in there holding everything together, right? Oh, yeah. 
And so that's why I always say I teach principles. Like these things are principles. In fact, it may surprise you what is a principle. Um, because I often say, well, we need to learn the principles and the skills. Mm -hmm. Did you know, though, that some of those skills are principles? <gasps> no. Uh, they are. <laughs> I mean, to accept a no answer, to, to say, okay, is it a principle that I should be able to accept a no answer? Well, yeah, because answer. no answers come through every part in every area of life, whether they're verbal no's or things didn't go the way you thought they would. Aha, so you just hit on a perfect thing, which is the principles have broad application, okay? Yeah. So a principle is very broad. So when I say everyone has to learn how to accept no answers, and then I'll say like, maybe you're in traffic, somebody cuts you off. What are you going to do to accept that no answer? Now the what, the what are you going to do? How are you going to accept that no answer? That brings us down to the nitty gritty. What type of a skill set am I going to plan for myself, mm -hmm. right? In order to do that principle, that what, of accepting the no answer but it could we could say well let's say your your brother takes your toy away what are you gonna do to accept that no answer mm -hmm. like how are you gonna gonna use that principle how in are that? you gonna handle that mm -hmm. exactly in that particular setting so rules are limited to usually a few specific situations now mm -hmm. application is a broader term than rules and so and we really have been like trending toward using the, the term application and and when you use the term application that's when you can see sometimes your principles even fall into like other principles being under a, an overarching principle right right and so you can see them falling in underneath that principle um rules specifically really do change from time to time um so that's important to understand about rules themselves is they're specific to a situation like when it's dinner time we take over the dishes to the sink okay but let's say I'm cooking in the kitchen. I've got the cutting board out, the knife out. I cut one vegetable, but I'm still going to cut another vegetable. But I leave, so I leave the cutting board sitting there. So if my husband comes and picks up the cutting board and the knife, which could absolutely happen because he likes to keep things. It's neat. happened before. <laughs> yes. He picks it up, he puts it in the sink. And I'm like, wait, 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 I am not done with that because I still have to cut this other vegetable. Then taking your dishes to the sink does not apply right then yet, right? Because now I'm cooking with it when I'm in the middle of using it or I'm still going to use it, then we right. don't want to take it to the seat because sink because then I have to take out another cutting board and another pipe. Right. So that rule does not apply to this time. <laughs> this situation does not fit. Exactly. So so you see how it can, you know, move around, right? So that's how you know it's a rule to take your dishes to the sink. Okay, that's a rule that's made. But the principle that's over that rule, that's this very broad overarching is you need to follow instructions. You need to follow instructions. So um, when a parent gives an instruction, then you need to be able to follow that instruction. So what's the specific instruction? To take the dishes to the sink. 
Okay, so there you go. That's how it that's how it breaks down. Okay, so let's talk more about principles. Principles um, create an environment that maximizes your choice or your agency. Okay, this means oh, I love that. Yeah, this means that you end up with more choices. And for some people that that's like, no, I don't want more choices. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But a principle gives you more choices and it makes it so that each person is allowed to choose. That's how you know that teaching self-government is principle-based because every person gets the freedom to choose. Yes, there are this cause and effect. There's consequences, but we are not forcing anyone to pick anything. Now in if, I, if everything was rules and I was a dictator with rules, then I would be restricting people's agency. So many rules will actually restrict agency and control our choices. So that's important to realize. So if you think of a rule like um, we go to bed at eight o'clock, <laughs> okay, that restricts agency. No, but see, I want to. Then that also d- doesn't necessarily apply when, say, you're at a family function and you get home at eight thirty nine. Yeah. You're like, Oh, well, I guess we're going to bed at nine. <laughs> yeah. So see then that's how, you know, going to bed at eight is a rule, but we go to bed at night is more like a principle. <laughs> we sleep at night. That's what happens. You know? It's like the truth. Okay. All right. So, um, Principles are eternal. They're like long lasting. They can apply to absolutely everything and they end up leading to ultimate happiness or in, in like a, if you want to go with a gospel type term, it would be like, that's what leads to salvation. Okay. So that they have this, this um, tie to truth that is very, very strong where rules are more like they have a place in government or in management and they're usually used to protect us or to protect other people but but this is why some rules actually hurt some people so we have to remember that um rules don't need exceptions okay in the same i'm not rules sorry i said the wrong word principles i'm like what about the phrase exception to the rule (laughs) right that's true and there's a reason we have that right so principles actually are what don't need exceptions. Yeah, principles um, don't change. They really don't. And but rules can and applications can. So that's important. Um, principles are really what changes the heart. So when I talk in self teaching self-government, we talk about this whole thing is about having a change of heart. That's how you know that I am focusing heavy on principles. That if you are living the principles at your house then people should have a change of heart. It isn't about the specifics of every rule. Someone will come to me sometimes and they say, okay, well, so Nicolene, I've taken this thing that you do, you know, this, how you talk about correcting and you talk about calmness or in this way. And, and this is what I've done with it. It's probably wrong, but you know, that's just what I felt like I should do for my family. I'm like, no, that's not wrong. You've if that's taken the rule a and application for your family, then do it. <laughs> yeah, you've taken a principle and you've decided how you need to apply it in your family. Mm-hmm. 
That is so awesome, right? Like yeah. that is exactly because like what even you would want even to. though we give out applications, like we've met so many families like, oh yeah, we applied this principle, we did this and this and this, and this is what it looks like. We're like, oh, that you know, that's completely different from what our family did, but it works and it's all based on the same principles, and that's exactly what your family needed. That's awesome. Yes. Now I want to give a gold nugget here, okay, before we end this. And this is, this is something I think people really need. Okay. So are you ready for the gold? Here it comes. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Here it comes. So lots of times you have a child who maybe they're in their teen years. Okay. And, or maybe they're just a little bit more oppositional. They're, they're strong willed. They're smart. Okay. Um, and they start pushing against what you're doing uh, with your parenting. Okay. That and never happens. <laughs> right. I, I am the strong-willed child. It's fine. I, I know. <laughs> we're, we're, you're not the child anymore. Anyway. Okay. So, um, so they're pushing and pushing and, and what we have a tendency to do is push toward rule when what we should do is open up that door of principle. We've got to explain to the child, well, this is what we are doing. And, and then even go back to that foundation. And this is why. What is your foundation? Is your foundation freedom? That all people should be free? Because that's what your child wants. That's their foundation. They're yeah. like, that's what I want. So then you say, okay, so what do we do? What principle do we follow to get that freedom? Because you have to follow a principle because usually what they want is freedom and their rules, mm -hmm. freedom and their how, but you can give the full thing. You can give freedom as the principle, as the uh, foundation. Okay. The, the absolute truth. Yes. I'm going for freedom too, honey. That's what we're working on is freedom here. So let's talk about what we have to put together to create an environment where freedom can exist. So, so what are the principles? Well, roles are the principles. Good communication is a principle. Strong relationship is a principle. Okay, all these things are going to be principles. That we're that these are the what's that we need. And then under all these what's, you got to go to the how. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, how are we going to do that? How are we going to do that? When I meet with families, you guys, this is what I go through in my head. I say, okay, well, what do you want? What's your vision? What is your vision? And usually their vision goes back to a principle that they really know is true, that the family should be united, that the family should be one, that the family is supposed to be this unit that lasts forever. And they know that. So what they want in their vision is, is a small picture of that that they can hold on to. So then I say, okay, well, let's talk about how to get there then. So, and then, and part of the how is I'm going to bring up more principles that fall in the what category and we go to deeper on the how and the how on those too. So, and that's what our children need. We need to stop just going straight to the how. We've got to give them more understanding of the why and the what. There's the golden nugget. There it is. And <laughs> parents do not do this. And your, your children who are youth, who are getting older, they need that. They've got to have a deeper buy-in than yeah. just. When I've got rules. a golden nugget of my own, you ready? Yes, let's hear it. From the child's perspective, when you do that, they don't have 
anything to fight against, especially if they are oppositional defiant or more stubborn or strong-willed. When you tell them the why and the what, and you give them a an absolute truth, you know, something that is always true no matter what, they can't fight against that. Whereas a rule, you know, sometimes it changes. And so they can use that as ammunition against you. Mm-hmm. So the more often you base things in principles and in your foundation, the more it will help to communicate to them into their heart just why you're doing things and they won't be able to fight back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's huge, Paige. And it's not even won't be able to, they won't want to because it feels like discord Mm -hmm. to fight against principle. It feels like something isn't right. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow. I hope this has been fun for you today. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. As you see, we can go deep. And today we did, we could take this probably for another hour or we two. We swiped just, a layer of dust off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We could do so much more, but we wanted to share this little bit with you today. Hopefully this helps you understand why we follow instructions and what those instructions really are when we follow instruction like that whole concept following instructions it's a principle how do we do it we look at the person keep a calm face voice and body say okay or ask to disagree appropriately do the task immediately and then check back and guess what check back itself is a principle keeping calm itself is a principle (laughs) and then you can go back to and how do you check back and how do you keep calm we can take it deeper 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 and if you ask those questions the the why's the what the how's you will be able to determine what truly needs to get at the hearts of your family members. So we are all about changing hearts here, trying to give everybody as many of the hows and the what's and make it hit and resonate with the whys that we all know are true. We will talk about more whys, what's, hows on the next Teaching Self-Government podcast. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. How do we do it? We look at the person, keep a calm face, voice and body, say okay, or ask to disagree appropriately, do the task immediately and then check back. And guess what? Check back itself is a principle. Keeping calm itself is a principle. (laughs) And then you can go back to, and how do you check back? And how do you keep calm? We can take it deeper, deeper, deeper. And if you ask those questions, the the whys, the what, the hows, you will be able to determine what truly needs to get at the hearts of your family. Family members. So we are all about changing hearts here, trying to give everybody as many of the hows and the what's and make it hit and resonate with the whys that we all know are true. We will talk about more whys, what's, hows on the next Teaching Self-Government podcast. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Teaching Self-Government Podcast. For more information and resources to help unite your family, visit teachingselfgovernment.com.